Hello and welcome to Case Reopen, the number one Detective Conan rewatch podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Treese, and joining me as always is Colleen. Colleen, today we are finally here. We're talking about the Desperate Revival arc. And so it begins. This is uh, something we've been talking about for a little while now. So exciting. I can't believe it. And uh, this wasn't as, I don't know, maybe I just skipped it. Maybe I just blanked out. This didn't seem as shogi heavy as I thought. I remember this being like ten times as much shogi. <laughs> um, maybe because the episode literally starts with like three pages of editor's notes. At least the version I was <laughs> watching. Uh, yeah, I got that. <laughs> I got that noted down. It's like here are the rules of shogi. <laughs> Which, in all honesty, I don't know if it helped me to understand the case anymore. Like they did a pretty good job in the episode of explaining it so i don't know if they were entirely necessary but i appreciate i didn't read any of those notes i was not i could not bother (laughs) i don't know how to play so you're not gonna actually you're not we're not covering those notes you did not take notes of those editor's notes (laughs) that's not an official documentation you know what i mean yeah no that's true so, uh, the Desperate Revival kicks off episode 188, The Cavern of the Detective Boys. So, this originally aired May 1st, 2000. The Cones hint going into this is Misfire. Which, is that really a hint? That's more... Was it even a misfire? Like, no. he tried to shoot him. A better hint he shot would have him. been something to do with the the tunnels. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> He tried to shoot him and he shot him. Yep, that's pretty much what happened. And uh, Ken says, the ultimate series starts today. We'll start by beating these guys. Which was totally accidental, too. They just, like, stumbled upon them. They they sure do. They stumble upon them. So the episode starts with Ron dramatically practicing for a play with Kogoro, hilariously wearing a paper bag over his head and helping her with her lines. Why is he pretending to be the knight? Like, he has a... A knight's gear on, so he has the paper bag. Why is this necessary? <laughs> uh, well, it's necessary because it's Kogoro and he's hilarious. But yes, for the purposes of the uh, the play practice, th- that's what I understood it to be. Ron yells at her father for not doing a good job, and he calls the script cheesy. Turns out that Sonica wrote the script, and that the black-cloaked knight was made in Shinichi's image. Kogoro then finds out that Ron has a kissing scene, but Ron tells him not to worry since it's all pretend. Conan asks who's playing the knight, and she says it's Dr. Rudd, who's much older, Colleen. Yeah, older, and have we seen him in any other case besides that first one when he's introduced? We have not. We have not. Yeah, so it just seems like a, a... Oh, remember this obscure guy from this one case? Yeah, he's actually going to come back in a few of these episodes. So remember him. She says all the guys are too shy, so we asked Ride when he uh, happened to come in for a checkup. When he was a student, he was very good at doing a lot of lead roles and plays. Things like emphasizing a line and handling a woman. Oh boy, Ron. <laughs> okay. Is that what led him to be a doctor? Yeah, he knew how to handle a woman. Saran so says that she's kidding and that he's just directing. Instead, Sonica will dress up like a man and will play the male character. Ron needs to take a shower, but Kogoro says theirs is broken and suggests they go to a public bath instead. However, it's a holiday, Saran so suggests that they use a Goss's shower. Uh, no, I can't suggest that one second. However, it's a holiday, so Conan suggests that they use Agassa's shower as he had to go there anyhow to talk about their weekend camping trip. Kogura tells them not to be a bother and to go in together. And Ron just becomes completely outraged. She says, are you joking? Why would I take a shower together with Conan? It's not good to teach those types of things to children. What do you think about this overreaction here, Colin? Uh, like Ron's overreaction to the idea? Yeah. Um, I, I'm i not sure, like, why she was that embarrassed about it. Because I'm pretty sure they bathed together in that one episode. Like, Cobra's sure reunion or whatever. So, I don't know 
what why she's embarrassed all of a sudden but um it's it also like it's a funny juxtaposition because Kogoro literally freaked out like two minutes earlier because she was maybe going to kiss an older guy and then uh he's like oh but well, you can go bathing guy. with Kogoro. if only he knew conan's true identity yeah so this is our first hint that ron knows what's up but i feel like the suspicion at least like from the anime standpoint maybe it's more noticeable with the uh manga it kind of comes out of nowhere maybe it's just because we had all these filler cases and we weren't getting anything with ron and conan but like her suddenly being suspicious of conan's identity just kind of seems out of left field to me yeah it, it definitely did for me as well and they they laid it on pretty thick like at every moment that ron did that like it wasn't it wasn't left to the audience to just interpret it it was like pointed out to us by one of the other characters so you're kind of forced to think okay why is ron thinking this all of a sudden and sort of what's up with this storyline so they head over to Gasa's house and while ron takes a shower Conan complains to Gasa that there's something odd about her. He says that Ron's attitude toward him isn't right for a first grade student, but he brushes it off. However, Hybera, see this was the, you you were just so ashamed you couldn't say her name. You knew she was right and made a good observation and you're like, and even some characters say something <laughs> about it. They couldn't just leave it up to our imaginations as the viewers they had to, if it was takagi if takagi came in the scene you'd be like it was so great how takagi came in and he talked about how ron was acting suspicious <laughs> i didn't like hi did it and i think other characters did too maybe i forgot who exactly but i thought that uh well conan points it out a whole bunch too so i just didn't want to pick one character uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, Hybera says that, and she walks off and says she has something to do in the basement. As they're talking about Ron, she gets out of the shower and then goes to the basement to say hi to Hybera. However, Hybera's typing on the computer and totally blows her off. And Hybera says, maybe I'm running away. That's outrageous. What do you think Hybera means by that, Colleen? What would you mean by saying that? I don't know. Hyber and I do not think the same way, so I don't know what she's you on do, about. Though. Give 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 me the insight here. I feel like you have more to contribute. <laughs> uh, not really. Like Hyber, okay. I recall this whole um mysterious vibe coming from Hyber the first time I watched these episodes, but for the life of me, I can't remember uh like the punchline i don't know why she was acting that way i'm assuming it has something to do with like oh see how dangerous this is conan you know people could find out our identities but yeah i'm i was like a little bit mystified the entire time as to why hybera was giving like ron the stink eye and like why she was acting the stink eye she doesn't give her the stink eye she doesn't glare at her she doesn't well come on colleen maybe not in this episode i'm pretty sure sure. pretty sure she does it in the next one hmm the next morning conan is with the detective boys going on the trip conan asks the guys how to make him something and he requests a robot that looks like shinichi i don't think he'll get this one (laughs) if agasa were capable of that uh he should have done that a long time ago it would have fixed so many problems after he says that, Conan gets an icy glare from Hybera. So if anybody got the stink eye, it was Conan. Okay. So, but she she did throw the stink eye at somebody in this episode. Well, maybe an icy glare. They're, they're very different. Okay. See, one looks like this, just... and then the other one looks like this. This is going great on our audio-only <laughs> podcast. And, like, we don't even have a private video up, so I have no clue what you just did. I didn't actually do anything. It was just for the gimmick. (laughs) Really good gimmick. (laughs) Amazing gimmick. So, after setting up the tent, Agasa sends the kids to find some firewood as he and Hybera are making a cooking fire. Uh, After they gather some wood, Mitsuhiko finds a cave which says not to enter on a nearby sign. So, guess what they're going to do, Colleen? 
Of course they're not going to enter. They are good detective boys. They always follow the rules and listen to all the signs. So they're just going to go back to well, the campsite. They do listen to a sign. Because on, on a stone it says, Take your steps towards the path of the dragon and you shall be showered by the light of happiness. The kids then believe there's a treasure. And Conan notes that the giant hiragana for toe is engraved on the on the rock. Conan jokes that it might be to, uh, Tokugawa's hidden treasure, which excites the kids who jump into the cave. So, yeah, these dumb so kids. So, I was wrong. <laughs> these dumb kids. Wah, wah. Um, yeah, I mean, they could have avoided a lot of trouble, but then we wouldn't have this whole arc. Inside the limestone cavern, Conan finds a recently used cigarette and wonders if somebody else is in the cave. No, dude, somebody just <laughs> left it there and never went inside the cave. What do you think, Conan? Come on. Yeah, he just threw it in. He's, he also saw the do not enter sign. It's like, well, I'm just going to be an upstanding citizen and not enter the cave, but throw my cigarette button here because I'm a litterer. Meanwhile, Gasa notices that the kids haven't come back yet, and High Bear says they must be exploring the woods as they're quite curious. That's just a nice way to describe Conan. He's quite curious. Yeah, High Bear is just like all these detective nuts. They're always like looking for something. The kids spot somebody inside the cave, and Genta goes to speak to them until he sees two other men carrying a dead body with a bullet hole through his head. Genta falls on the floor, he tells Conan what he found, and that's when they're noticed by the third man, who shoots a bullet, which I guess misfires, <laughs> and it hits Conan, Colleen. Okay. Your boy got shot. Th yes, it, this is horrible. Um, This is like the first real injury, I guess, we see Conan go through. Um. Okay, I'm glad you specified Conan, because I was like, poor Hattori. I was... <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 Hattori is definitely the most injured character in this series. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to understand. Okay, let's for a second suppose that that was a misfire. Like, was the guy, like the guy must have been a horrible shot if he was trying to aim for like the ceiling of the cave just to, just to scare the kids. Because Conan's like one of the smallest ones. Like he's a small target. If anything, he, this guy had a better chance of hitting Genta. I mean, if you hit Genta, hey, accidents happen. He's so huge. <laughs> Misfires happen. For sure. But not Conan. You have to be aiming for Conan. Yeah, so He's what a tiny. jerk. The jerk who shot the main character. Lovely boy Conan. Lovely boy Conan. So the we get some backstory here <laughs> because the criminals just have to give their backstory, apparently. <laughs> and the one's like, See, we robbed a bank. The one man's face got seen, so we had to kill him. So now they got to deal with these kooky kids. It becomes uh, some sort of home alone. Home alone, but there's four of them. Oh, that's the three great. men. <laughs> the three men split up the search, and Conan tries to contact Tibera on their detective badges, but she's unable to hear him as her badge is pinned to her backpack. The kids then finally notice that Conan was shot, and they're like, oh my, Conan, are you okay? And he's like, I got shot. So Blah. not really. <laughs> Black. Conan tells Ayumi and the others that sooner or later, Hybear and Agasa will come to this cavern looking for them. That means they might get killed, which is why they need to warn them. Conan decides to use the sticker-like homing devices to track down the culprit, a pain to Conan then instructs the kids what to do. Have we seen these, uh, we've seen these homing devices before, right? Uh. I don't think they're totally new. Yeah, are they the same ones that Conan used, like, let's think... say, for when he was, um, chasing, or whatever, tracking down, um, gin and vodka? I believe so. Like, he places it somewhere and then he's able to spot them on his, uh, his eyeglasses. He has, like, a special yeah. radar. Yeah, so I think he's used those few times okay that's good that's good we, let me see actually we can always look at detective conan wiki i went to like see what was used here and then i went to the wrong page and it was the gunshot in the dark and i was like i've seen that 
Um, yeah, so the, this has all been used before. So the transmitter, okay. Anyhow, the criminals don't find the kids anywhere and they decide that they must have gone deeper into the cave. One says they're as good as dead, but the other says they still need to kill them. And that's when he spots Conan's glasses on the ground and he sees fresh blood. Highberry decides to take a look in the woods for the kids after it gets late. Meanwhile, Conan is being carried by Genta and Ayumi blames herself for Conan getting shot. However, Mitsuhiko and Genta take the blame as well. And Conan says, you fools, because you guys came into the cave, you have a chance to solve a murder case that might have remained a mystery. Come on, once we get away from those guys... We're having a barbecue. I don't think they ever have a barbecue. That's really the, the saddest part here. I think that, yeah, like Hibera and Agasa went to all that trouble. Hibera mostly because Agasa was really bad at cooking. And yeah, they don't even have the barbecue. What a waste. Well, that's rare. You're giving a compliment to yourself. Are you a good cook? <laughs> okay. First of all, I'm not complimenting anybody here, whether it's myself or Hibera. Um, secondly, oh, okay. Um,. I am a decent cook. I don't want to brag or anything, but I want. You'd starve. rather diss yourself <laughs> than admit to complimenting Highbear. Uh, yeah, but but I'm self-deprecating. Like that's my thing. So the path splits in two, and Conan bars Ginta's watchlight. Goss and Highbear continue to search to no avail, and that's when Highbear spots the wood that the kids gathered outside the cave entrance. The criminals get to where the path splits, and they spot the light from Genta's watch. They decide that he must have dropped it, but the other man, who was like the leader of the bunch, he says it was a trap, as even kids would notice dropping something shiny. Uh, but it turns out that Conan did some reverse psychology here, Colleen, and he actually went down the route which they left the watch. So he was like, I'm going to make it obvious where they went, and then they'll think it's too obvious, and then they'll go the opposite way, and we'll be good. Yep, that worked beautifully, I must say. And the like, the the leader also took a moment to like think it through, even so. If only he, you know, went that extra mile, and he would have figured. But then it out. you could just be like, oh, but this guy wants me to think the extra mile so he's actually thinking <laughs> this like you can just keep going one off of this and you're gonna look like a, it's just like a, it's still a 50 50 thing there's like, as much logic as you can apply to this like it's just <laughs> luck yeah they oh yeah they okay i was just about to say they should have split up but they actually explained why they didn't split up so never mind Cannon says that since they pulled off a bank robbery at least one of them should have some intelligence Yasa knows that the bank robbers won't separate as it's too dangerous deep within the cave and they wouldn't be able to communicate. Ayumi finds fish in the cave and Conan asks if they have eyes. She says that they're trout, which means that there's a nearby river. Conan tells them to go against the flow of water and to follow that. Have you ever seen fish with no eyes, Colleen? Um, I don't know if I've seen one in real life. I think I knew of them prior to this that's why They're when he, he asked that question i wasn't like overly surprised yeah for, i'm sure they are they probably like just those look deep like sea fish man eels or Ugh. something yeah the creepy things are Eel. you a fish kind of guy like do you like to fish or eat fish or <laughs> oh, i found a meme on nine i was looking up fish without eyes and um, somebody just posted a there's a picture of a goldfish, and then they photoshopped the eyes out of the goldfish. And the first one says fish, and then the second image says FSH. So you know it's missing the eye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fish, it's fish with it. no eye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. I forget the question that you Very asked me. Clever. Am I a fish guy? Not really. Um, but I thought no. that was pretty clever. You 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 don't bite. Well, I might nibble. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Hyvera finds Ken's glasses inside of the cave, and that triggers, uh, and she triggers his tracking device. She then spots these scattered objects and notices that they're in a shape. 
Turns out that it spells 110, which is Japan's emergency phone number calling. Yes, again, an editor's note had to tell me that. <laughs> Pretty sure it was just like, this is the same as 911 would be in the US and Canada or something. I was like, okay, I, I thank you, I knew that. Okay, so you use 911 as well. Interesting. The Canadian way to copy what the cool people are doing in the U.S., but with health care. <laughs> yeah, we basically copy everything. Uh, meanwhile, the criminals reach a dead end, and the smart one vows to slaughter the kids for tricking them. So he realizes that he was outsmarted by these goofy kids. Do these guys even have names? Because you're like the smart no, one. No, they like, oh, never get names. <laughs> they never refer to each other as names. There's just the one guy that's clearly the leader, and then there's like the goofball that shot Conan and the other goofball. <laughs> I wonder I'm if the, the wiki guy. even has names for them. Um, You'd think we would get names after that whole exposition nope. of like, we are in the cave because of this reason. Here's how the wiki describes them. Man number one. Man number two, the robber leader. <laughs> man number three. And man number four, victim gunshot. So, okay. Yeah. So they actually you know, describe him. I was like, what, is he going to be man number four corpse? So the kids reach the river, but it's a steep drop and the trout can only get in from here rather than get out. Kenan says there are roots on the ceiling, so the ground is near them, so they shouldn't give hope up just yet. They then find an egg-shaped rock on top of a boulder, and there are now five paths where they can go. Conan says that rock wouldn't just be there and was placed there on purpose. They then find words engraved on the boulder. It says, To those who are lost in the dark, take your steps toward the path of the dragon. Then you shall be showered by the light of happiness. Conan is reminded of the one outside, and Conan spots a ton of bats above them which fly at the kids. And they scream, and the robbers hear it. Conan tells them not to move, and he flings his detective badge to make a noise that the bats follow. He says that cave bats eat insects, so they're sensitive to small moving objects. So Good to know, Colleen, if you're ever dealing with bats. This was incredibly educational, this entire episode. Like, if I'm ever stuck in a cave, I would either want to be there with conan or at least have seen this episode so i could learn all this stuff from him this is like why wouldn't you want to be with shinichi that's kind of creepy that <laughs> okay yes preferably <laughs> once shinichi gets his you know regular form back that's who i want to be stuck in a cave with okay if you say so uh so Kenan says well, that was a big like help he knows a bad. lot about caves he does. He's a caveman. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> You're just on a roll today. Cannon says this was a big help as bats live within a 300 meter radius of a cave entrance, so the exit is nearby. However, they have to figure out which one of the five paths is the way out. Cannon has an idea, but his health is worsening and he's losing focus. And he says the important keywords are the large toe engraved on the rock in the front of the cave, the path of the dragon in the egg-shaped rock placed on the top of the boulder. Conan has a breakthrough, and he tells the kids that the message for the, is for those lost in the cave, and that the light of happiness is the exit. And then he points at the exit, but apparently nobody pays attention, and then his arm goes limp, and uh, Conan passes out. We then see the robbers closing in, and the kids are terrified as the episode ends, calling, we've got some high stakes here. Yeah, that's literally what i have written my notes uh high stakes ending great cliffhanger uh it's like unlike the detective boys episodes that we i always say like oh, okay i know that they're gonna be fine because the stakes are low but this one was really intense so yeah it was uh i thought it was a great episode um i love how it's already kind of foreshadowing ones that are to come like with the beginning with like uh ron and uh, Kogoro practicing for the play and we get to know a little bit about that and uh, then we get this whole like 
B plot with Hybera being all suspicious and giving Ron the cold shoulder and things like that. And then the actual mystery to this wasn't half bad, like with all the uh, cave <laughs> cave uh, splunking and adventuring. So yeah, I thought it was a solid start to this uh, whole arc. What did you think? Yeah, you know, we mentioned before that, you know, the way we're covering this, we're doing two episodes each and it's six overall episodes for the Desperate Revival. And I think what makes this truly an arc rather than just, you know, connected cases we've seen, you know, like, oh, this case, then it leads on to the next, is that there are so many interconnecting uh, breadcrumbs throughout because, you know, this is kind of like, well, it's not even two episodes as they move on from it pretty quickly. It's like an episode and a half. But, you know, they set up so much at the start with the, you know, the, the big festival going on, Ron's acting, she's suspicious. So you have all these interesting plot threads, and they continue throughout the episode. The the stakes are raised when Conan gets shot, you know, he's been, if one character has had, like, a lot of plot armor, you know, Conan never really gets hurt <laughs> in the series. So, I like how you, know, you, we finally uh, see him. how you frame that plot armor. It's really good. Yeah, so like, you know, the the stakes are higher here. Uh, it's a really great start to the uh, the series here. Uh, the robbers are kind of generic baddies, but uh, you know, Conan's kind of out of it. So this is kind of like his wits, and then just the detective boys. So it's kind of they can't be going up against like the black organization like this. So they have to have like a a decent foil. And I thought these guys were. Uh, a fun foil because you know they have the smart one there that's kind of like playing you know testing wits against conan and then you have the the goofy guy that shot conan he's like oops i had a misfire <laughs> what are we gonna I was do aiming for gonna the shoot big these one. kids i was aiming for the big one um yeah so i thought this was great good and i said <laughs> The next Conan's hint is Shogi, and Conan says, next time that person will do something crazy. And High Bear says, I think it's time to wake up from your dream. Who do you think is going to be do something crazy, Colleen? Um, maybe Mitsuhiko, because he kind of takes on a leadership role. <laughs> He's doing something crazy. crazy. I am going to leave the woman's bathroom and try to contribute for once. <laughs> See, he was actually able... Shogi. I finally understand why Mitsuhiko is good in, the, in this two-parter. There's no, there's no restrooms in a cave. Yeah, you kind of just can go wherever. He couldn't get distracted here. So that's, that's the key here. Um, before we get to the second part here, episode 189... The Desperate Revival, The Wounded Great Detective. Let's give thanks to our Patreon supporters. Shout out to medium-sized Jeffrey, Ryan Self, Spencer Young, who was just on the podcast, uh, William Lee, and Big Chief Mason. We appreciate your support so much. Thank you all. Yes, thank you all, friends of the podcast. Some who have been on and then some others who will be on. So, yeah, thanks again. So we do have some comments here from one of the reader, one of the listeners uh, on Twitter, xxmapcrxx. Uh, they kind of get a little bit spoilery that I'm not sure I want to get into right now. But uh, basically, uh, there were some clues in the manga that help uh, build up to one of the big reveals. And I think this is much later, rather than at the end of this arc, which is why I kind of don't want to spoil it now. But um, apparently the anime production team were not aware of the clues, so they just overlooked it, oh. so they weren't really included in the anime. So uh, apparently there's some more red flags of a certain character that begin here. Um, okay. So, yeah, oh, that's, that's interesting. really? Okay, I have a yeah. guess as to what those red flags are. I'm not going to say which They have them but... listed. Okay. But uh, I will... I'll probably read them once we get to that reveal. I will remember. I will totally I remember had... this when we get to this reveal in a year. In a year, okay. Because all right, like, I don't know when it is exactly. Is it? Is it okay? I'm not going to ask anything, but um... it's dealing with the, like the next big character reveal. Surely yes. you know. What all that right. Is. 
I do. Yes. Now that I know, like, because I wasn't sure if you were saying like much later, like this is tied to something in like episode six hundred, or if it happens sooner than that. Yeah, I'm not sure what episode it actually happens. It, it but, should. Uh, yeah, if it's what I'm thinking, if like if I'm picking up on the clues you're laying down, it happens sooner than that. So I'm interested in maybe reading because I I read a little bit of. Uh, the manga i didn't get through all of it but uh, hopefully i'll be able to do a comparison and then we'll see if i can pick up on the clues uh just as easily all or right. i guess so. better than the anime cre- creators could yeah they kind of left out some some information that ron gives that uh well, oh, i was just talking okay. about somebody but they they kind of left that out so yeah. let's move yeah, on here totally episode 189 <laughs> The Desperate Revival of the Wounded Great Detective. This originally aired May 8th, 2000. And uh, the fan sub opens with 40 seconds of notes explaining how Shogi promotions work. So you just know you're <laughs> in for some real Japanese bullshit here. So you did include this in the notes. I inc- I mentioned it. I did not recap it. Because I did not read any of it. I skipped through it. I just kept hitting the... I press right, that would go forward five seconds, and I was like, oh my god, there's more pages of this. I hit it again, <laughs> there was another page. Then finally, after 40 seconds, I got to the actual anime. Yeah. I was uh, I was quite optimistic that this would help in my comprehension of the episode, uh, so I read through them. <laughs> so, speaking of optimistic, Conan sure is during this intro. He says, the trapped detective <laughs> voice will surely die. Okay, Conan. Jeez. I don't... Uh, something me- feels like... That makes me think that that might be uh, a poor translation. Yeah, I'm almost certain it is. And then he says, blood type is another problem. Oh. I like the blood type uh, aspect to this episode. I was like, oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. <laughs> but yeah, we'll get to it. So, the robbers don't see the kids and wonder what path they took. They decide to search sequentially since the kids can't run that fast since Conan's injured. The kids are hiding at the end of the fifth path, which has a hole rather than an actual path. Ayumi says they have to figure out the puzzle even without Conan. And Mitsuhiko's like, even without Conan, how are we supposed to do that? Use our heads? I don't know why he sounds like that now, but he says that. (laughs) That's what he sounds like in a cave. It's the echo. It's the Echo. Where's the women's bathroom at? <laughs> I gotta go. Oh, God. Um. So, uh, one of the robbers keeps watch at the start of the pathway, which blocks the kids from moving around. Mitsuhiko makes a map in his notebook, and there are four paths remaining. Mitsuhiko says the first letter in dragon is D, and D is the fourth letter of the alphabet. However, the fourth path is the ditch that they're currently in. Genta then remembers Conan saying the keywords were toe, dragon, and egg, which causes an angry Mitsuhiko to yell, Why didn't you say that earlier? And uh, the guard's like, Did I hear something? Did I hear a bratty, perverted kid asking about the woman's <laughs> bathroom? So he starts walking toward him. But the other two robbers return, and that's when the leader yells at the man for leaving his post. And it turns out that the first path was a dead end, so they're going to the second one. Ayumi mentions that snakes love to eat eggs, and that her grandmother was born in the year of the snake. Mitsuhiko says that toe, the dragon, and egg represent the 12 years symbols. Dragon is the year of the dragon, egg is the year of the snake, and toe is their tiger or rooster, because they start with Tora or Tori. Um... This just seems off immediately. <laughs> I love that they're going down like these different paths too. Like it kind of goes to show you that it's a like whenever they have to figure out these puzzles or these riddles, like they can go in so many directions. So it's quite amazing that Conan just gets it straight from the beginning. He's just like, oh, it's actually this. Whereas someone like me would be like, I have no idea. There's like five options here. Let's see. However, Ginta and Ayumi bring up holes in Mitsuhiko's theory. And he notes that all three of them only have one Japanese kanji character in them. 
But Genta says that egg has two, and Ayumi says egg can be written as Tama no Ko. Mitsuhiko then puts together that this actually involves Shogi, which is Japanese chess. A pawn upgrades to toe, a rook becomes the dragon king, and the egg is actually Tama no Ko, which means Gyokusho. That's an alternate name for pointing out the king in Shogi. So we didn't really need much uh, like uh, knowledge of Shogi at all. Like they give us like That's here's seventy thousand words, and it's like they they just they mention it all here. You don't need to know. Yeah, they did a really good episode or a good job of explaining it within the episode. I thought, like we get five minutes of this Japanese magic basically, and like it's fine. The five paths then represent the gold general, silver general, knight, lance, and rook. The path of the dragon is diagonal from the kids, but they have to get past the guard. And they only have their badges and watchlights, Colleen. What will they do? I don't know, but if MacGyver can do something, I'm sure these kids could. Good point. Ayumi gets an idea to use her badge. The kids then all run out, and they throw their badges at the man. And he's like, what, you thought that was going to hurt me, kids? You silly, stupid kids. I'm going to misfire again right into your face. And that's when a bunch of bats fly toward him, and the kids are able to escape. He points out where the kids went to the other two robbers who pursue them. However, they shoot a gun, and Kinta falls down right before the exit. I thought he got shot, but I, I guess not. No, he it's just kind of confusing here. On some... He's still I'm too carrying fat, a gun. Right? So, of Ooh. all the kids to trip. <laughs> yeah, Conan falls on the ground, and the leader grabs him. He threatens to shoot Conan if the kids don't return into the cave. However, the lights turn on. Outside, a bunch of lights flash, and Megary is there with a megaphone. Please stand down. We've got you surrounded. And then two cops from behind come up and apprehend the two other doofuses. What uh, the man then threatens Conan. Accent? Well, this isn't the dub. Oh, so Megary sounds like that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's his Japanese voice, clearly. <laughs> Uh, so Conan wakes up while the man's threatening him, and he says, you're a fool, it's already checkmate. And he says, stop struggling, and he uses the wrist dart to knock the man out. The man falls to the ground, and the police arrest him. And uh, it's funny, because like, Conan's like in very bad shape here. We just get his narration very calm as he tells us what happened. Turns out that High Bear and Agasa mm-hmm. called the police, and the locals told them about the cave exit. The mysterious riddle had been there for a long time, and nobody knows who wrote it. We then see Conan get carried off as an ambulance, takes him to the Baker General Hospital. Kogar arrives and learns that Conan got shot and is having surgery after his left abdomen was injured, and he's in critical condition, Colleen. Who knew he was so banged up? Well, he did get shot, so... And he's, like, in a little body. Not that. Aww. Yeah, I don't know. I hope he's okay. <laughs> so we see Ron worried. She's running alongside the doctors, and the nurse says it's an emergency as they ran out of blood-matching Conan's type. She never says the type, but Ron says, my blood will work. I have the same type as him. And Kegra and Agasa are like, what? And she tells them to please check, and a half-awake Conan realizes that Ron knows his identity, and the surgery winds up going through. Uh, as it happens, Ron looks at her arm after giving blood, and she thinks of Shinichi. She's not worried about Conan, Colleen. She's thinking about Shinichi, so she's figured it out, Colleen. Well, it certainly looks like it. Um, and they do, ne- they never mention what blood type they have, so, like, presumably it's maybe, like, a rarer type if they ran out of it, so. It's not like, you know, everybody was walking around with, whatever, A, B minus, or B minus. I don't know, I, I have, I never looked up, like, what Shinichi's blood type or Ron's blood type is, so I'm totally Oh, come on, how do you not know that? Uh, it's unknown. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, do you? <laughs> I figured. I was like, oh, the wiki will surely have it. And it says I'm in. Okay. Well, way to make me look like an asshole. Uh, no, you. they don't. Nobody has... I'm sneezing. And they do not list their blood type. So, 
Very disappointing. Okay. I'm, I'm surprised because, like, Japanese, like, uh, like they love to include blood types and shit. Like, Tekken will be yeah. like, here's the blood type of this character. And it's like, why are you telling me this? And they're like, typo. I'm like, okay. This is yeah, important. That's Their personality depends on it. <laughs> yeah, so we don't know. Interesting. One of the great mysteries of this show. All right. So Kenan wakes up after surgery. He sees Ron sleeping by his bedside, and Kegger says that Kenan needs to thank her. Even after giving 400 cc's of her own blood to you, she stayed here all night watching over you. We're lucky your blood just happened to be the same as Ron's. If your blood was any rarer, you'd have already passed away to the other world from blood loss. And he's like, you better get better. My daughter, she yeah. gave you her blood. My baby girl's blood is in your veins now. Ooh. That so, ten weird. days... <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. So, ten days pass, and Ron is told that Ken will be ready to be discharged in two or three more days. Sonic is with her, and they're told that Ken's immune system is weakened due to the surgery, so he has a cold. The detective boys cheer Conan on as he plays a video game, and he starts to cough. Sonica takes the game, saying playtime is over, and says that the patient will be going straight to his room, and she tells the kids to go home. Sonica mentions that Conan will be discharged during the festival, and that they'll be performing the play in just three days. One says she asked her dad to pick up Conan that day, and Sonica wonders if she's called Shinichi. She says if you tell him that you're the heroine of the play, he might fly back. Have her call, uh, how is that however Colleen? Uh, have her Ron, uh, who's <laughs> definitely not Colleen. She says that Shinichi wouldn't, and that's fine as long as Conan gets better and comes to see me. Sonic says they seem lovey-dovey and wonders if Ron has switched from Shinichi to Conan. It's like you, Colleen, where you're like, I wish I was in a cave alone with Conan. To me, Conan and Shinichi are the same person. Sure, some people say they're different characters, but that's what I meant. Like, Shinichi slash Conan. Well, they're certainly the same to Ron here. Yeah. Conan notices that Sonica injured her wrist, and she says that she sprained it during rehearsal. And due to that, she won't be able to play the night. Now the lead role is being played by a ride. She says the love scene with Ron is the real attraction. And Conan thinks to himself, he says, that horny bastard. He probably planned this from the start. Do you think the the good doctor is a horny bastard, Colin? I don't. I do not get that vibe from at all. But, uh, I mean, I'm not the best judge of characters, so it seems sometimes. Also, Yeah, because you dislike Hybera because you hate yourself, so... Uh, yeah, that's what Deep you down. think. <laughs> Deep down, nah. no. Deep None down. of that is true. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't get that vibe from him at all. Um, and I think generally he's on the good side. I don't know. He he is, he gets to be an interesting character down the road. Is all I'm gonna say. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> you said so much to say so little. <laughs> I am very long-winded. <laughs> so, Ron complains about how hot it's been, and Sonica says the performance club will be selling drinks this year. I, at first I was like, I don't need to note that down. He gives a shit that they're selling drinks. But I'm like, it's Conan. I'm sure this will come up somehow. It so does. So I jotted it down. It's amazing. Okay, like, it does? Okay. Yeah, the cold drinks thing, and the fact that Conan has a cold. Those two things are important. Alright, so I wrote it down. I'll go me. Uh, we then see a, a mysterious figure at the hospital listening in on the conversation. This threw me for a loop. I remember like a lot of beats to uh, the Desperate Revival. I did not remember there being like a stranger in the hospital. Uh, Ron returns to Conan's room and they overhear Kazaha and Haiji arguing about the flowers that he brought for Conan. <laughs> She's like, oh, they're too strong. You don't give these to patients. Tori says that they flew over right after they heard about Conan, and he tells Kazaha to go buy different flowers and asks Ron and Sonica to show her around so she doesn't get lost. And I was like, oh, he just wants, wants some alone time with Conan. 
No, like, who doesn't? Man, obviously. I... Everybody's just like, oh, Conan yeah, this, Conan that. I also love that Heiji made it sound like the moment they heard Conan was hurt, they jumped on a plane. Meanwhile, it's been 10 days. Whoa. We had some bad tech issues. Are you there, Colleen? I am here. Should I repeat what I... What, okay. Well, I guess. No, no, no I'm, it's good on your end. But what ha- unless you ask me a question, then please repeat. Well, what happened on my end was very funny because you were going... Like it was going like one eighth speed, and then it went, and then you were silent. That's like, oh, okay. Uh, that's just how I always sound. Yeah, um, it's wild. No, I was uh, like, what the fuck's going on? So I said, um, I love that Heiji made it sound like the moment they heard Conan was hurt, they jumped on a plane. Meanwhile, it's been ten days. Well. Uh, news travels slowly to uh, Kyoto. Clearly. Apparently. Kanan asks why Hattori is really there. Which Hattori's like, oh, that's so cold. We're both fellow companions that got shot in the stomach, aren't we? This, <laughs> this cracked me up. Heiji, yeah. Heiji's got more than just a few gunshot wounds. Conan says Hattori purposely bought the wrong flowers to get rid of the girls, and Hattori comes clean. He says that he received a call from Agasa last night, and said that they needed to have a consultation. Tori then teases Conan and says that his identity has almost been uncovered by Ron. Conan says she already knows, but he didn't tell her. He brings up the multiple times that she suspected him throughout the series, and says that unless he du- duplicates himself, he won't be able to fool her. Conan then wonders why she doesn't tell him if she's so certain. So, uh, this is interesting here. We get, like, Hattori's read on the situation as if he's, like, a master of dealing with women. <laughs> when he's, like, even just as bad. He's just he as says, bad as Shinichi. I would like to get, I would like to get your, your thoughts on the read here. But he says, even if you know how to read other people's hearts, you don't have a clue how to read your own. The reason Ron won't ask him is because she's waiting to hear it directly from his lips. Is is that what you think, Colleen? Ron wants to hear Conan say, I'm Shinichi. <laughs> um, I, I can buy that theory. And in fact, it would be so nice if that were the case. And like, you know, 1000 plus episodes in, like whenever the series ends and Ron, like we find out that Ron knew the entire time, like that would be... Either the most satisfying thing or the most, like, hair-ripping-out thing ever. Because you're just like, if only Conan said it sooner. <laughs> Although, I don't know what that would change. Like, it it makes for some good tension. So, um, yeah, I I can buy Heiji's theory, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, Tori says it might be best to come clean, but Conan says, how can I say that to someone who cries and worries herself about other people's problems. I just don't have the confidence to watch Ron suffer as time goes by. Well, here's good news, Conan. You're going to do, like, 20 years of these episodes, and time's not going to pass by. You don't age. Nothing happens. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, you just get to solve mysteries like you love, and Ron is just never going to find out about your identity. Unless she already knows, and then, like, okay, we've been duped. So, Conan's super conflicted here. He hates lying, and he asks Hattori what the right thing to do. And we don't get to see his answer, but we do see Hattori and Kazuha flying back. Kazuha brings up the festival on Sunday, and she asks Hattori to go with her. Hattori then thinks back to what Conan said about duplicating himself, and then he says he can't go on Sunday. I have something to do that day. Something important that I must do. I do remember what he does and how it <laughs> doesn't go well. So this, this made me laugh really hard. He's such a pal, How serious though. he was taking this all. Like, if you know what ends up happening, you're just like, oh my gosh, this guy is such a good friend to him, to Shinichi. Like, after the whole, their, you know, introduction for Hattori, where he's just like, you and I are rivals. But now they're like so cute, so friendly. I love it. At night, we then see a mysterious figure in Baker Hospital. It's so funny because, like, it's the full-size silhouette. 
<laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if there's multiple of uh, I I don't really know what's going on here because uh well, we'll get to the ending here. But we see this full-size silhouette. They sneak into a room. They steal potassium cyanide. Meanwhile, Karen's thinking about uh, his problem in the hospital room. Karen decides to tell Ron, and that's when he hears the sound of a gun. Uh, gets cocked, and the high bear it's is... the guy who shot him the first time in the cave. No, it's high bear, and she's standing next to him, with a gun pointed at his head. And she's kind of, like, lying on the, uh... Because <laughs> she can't stand... She's so tiny. She can't, like, stand next to his eye. She, she's kind of, like, laying on the bed. <laughs> it's a real goofy <laughs> visual. But she has a gun to his head, and that's when the episode ends. So I guess that's what Conan was referring to when he said, that person's gonna do something crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, Where'd she get the gun from? <laughs> Um, does Agasa have those lying around somewhere? Yeah, and is she the person that stole the uh, cyanide? So there's a lot of questions here. Has she been secretly stalking Conan? Is there another person stalking Conan? Is it unrelated to Conan? So there's a lot of questions here. Are you worried for Conan because this devious woman, High Bear, is right next to him here with a gun? Oh, this awful woman who's going to kill off our main boy because she wants to be the main character. No, I, I'm, I'm not worried. <laughs> Obviously, because we know what happens after this episode. Like, the show keeps going. Yeah, it's not the show Detective becomes Hibera. Detective Hibera. Yeah. <laughs> the oh, show becomes Detective Hibera. It becomes far more popular. And, uh, yeah, this is the end of Detective Conan. That would good suck. <laughs> a whole 189 episodes. That's all it is. Uh, the next Conan's hint is iced coffee. And Conan says, next time, it's been a long time, but that person shows up in front of that person. What the... Could you Yay. be more vague, Conan? <laughs> well, I th- if it's what I think it is, then Yay. And then we have the most random voice, and he says, Cheers, it's me. Long time no see. Who do you think this is? It's probably Genta's voice actor, because he just does everything. Why? I like how you say Genta's voice actor, like you don't know his name. It's Takagi. Real <laughs> Takagi. I don't want to lay it on thick. Takagi Wataru. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Colleen becomes completely fluent in Japanese when it comes to saying Takagi's name. I only know, like, two of the voice actors' names. Because I I can never remember Conan's voice actor's name. Who's the other voice actor you know? Kape Yamaguchi. (laughs) So, yeah. Interesting start. That's the second part. Of the Desperate Revival. I thought this episode went uh, quite fast. You know, we have, like, the that uh, Cavern case wraps up in about, like, eight minutes. And then it's <laughs> yeah. a lot of just, you know, like, we have that blood ordeal. And then Hattori shows up for a few minutes. It's, it just, this episode just breezed by. Like, I felt like the 25 minutes just were up. Almost instantly. I'm sure we had 40 seconds of bullshit shogi explanation. Other than that, <laughs> like uh, this episode went by so quickly to me. Yeah, it was really jam-packed. So what do you think about this episode? Uh, I liked it a whole lot. It, I thought it was really top-notch. Like, this whole arc is, you know, high, some high-quality episodes, like the rest of the show, but in particular the, this uh where where there's six of them, six episodes. Um so this one um I'm with you. It felt like uh well, actually it kind of felt to me like uh like a part of a movie maybe where you get like you know, something's resolved and then there's like a bit of a breather where you get a little bit of explanation, a little bit more setup. So it felt like one of those types of situations where we kind of had a break from solving cases to 
plant some more seeds, which they did a lot of in this episode. Yeah, um, and this is so rare for Ken. I think that's what what really makes like uh, the Desperate Revival stand out as you know a full fledged arc because we never get this sort of like downtime. And if we do, it's at the very beginning of an episode. It's very rare that we get like you know a conclusion to a case and then like there's more to go rather than just like here's a fun ending gag like uh, this is so different uh to the show yeah and i thought it was both refreshing and uh relaxing in a way it it's like this is what makes this show so great is that you can feel relaxed one moment because there's just like quote-unquote nothing happening but then the next second like they've got you know this mysterious figure running around the hospital and they've got hybera like putting a gun to conan's head so it's just like bam 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 and like there's always something exciting happening even in between you know nothing happening um what else did i want to uh, say about this one um do 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 and of course i didn't make any notes on this um you got it colin yeah <laughs> i've lost it i've it was something that came up uh like while you were talking and i was like oh i, I want to talk about this but so that's why i don't have it in my notes um let's see was it ron was it conan hybera um yeah so i mean we get a continuation of like this weird thing going on between hybera and ron like she's giving st- ron strange looks and you're just like okay what's happening no 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 um, don't don't choose your words just say stink eye (laughs) we all know what you mean colleen um but oh i I, so one thing i love about the show uh is that no matter like how many times you watch a series of episodes i feel like i'm always remembering certain things and then forgetting others like so a lot of what i remembered from this arc were the things that i pointed out like like hattori planting the seed as to you know how what his involvement will be in the next few episodes and the cold drinks and um like the blood type later and whatever but there's so much i forgot too like i didn't remember that there was this suspicious character wandering on wandering around the hospital i can't remember what Hybera's uh, whole attitude towards Ron is about. So it's just nice that while you watch an episode and you remember parts of it, you could always go back and be like, oh, I don't remember what this is. So you're still kind of watching. It feels like you're watching it um, with an element of surprise. So Yeah, yeah, and you know, like interesting enough, like when when you have some of that like partial knowledge, can kind of throw you off and go the wrong way you know you'll be like well i know this is happening but then you kind of like go into the obvious suspect if like you know that spoiler and then that like oh that totally threw off my case and so it's interesting how like rewatching with like partial knowledge what does spencer say yes i have a half photographic memory (laughs) yeah (laughs) when you have half photographic memory uh it can actually like harm your deductive reasoning Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think this show just does a good job of both being intriguing the first time you watch it and then, like, the second time with your half-photographic memory and, like, you know some clues and what uh, what some things are going to stick in a specific case and then what won't be. And, yeah, sure, you can throw yourself off even, and that makes it all the more entertaining <laughs> when you get the reveal. Yeah, so I have I have so many questions. I can't wait to cover more of this arc. And you know, I thought this was great. I, I thought this wrapped up the cavern case really well. It's building to the next four episodes. I'm interested in seeing how these next four episodes are kind of spread out and what all happens there. I remember like some elements, but then there, there's so much is like, what are we gonna do for four episodes? So uh, yeah, very excited. Um, and then, uh, I have some feedback from XX Maps, XX for this episode. They say that Aono Atsushi was the key animator for episode 189. He's no longer a regular key animator contributor to the series, 
as his last key animator appearance was episode 890, which is more than three years ago. Uh, he was a lot more active before episode 500. He is cited as a top five key animator that defined the Conan style for its first decade of its run, despite the TV series' uh, notorious weekly deadlines. And he's a perennial contributing factor to inconsistent key animation and poor animation quality, even at the best of times. Um, <laughs> his, spe- his specialty, which I'm sure you'll love, Colleen, is drawing Hybera, particularly her hair. His Twitter profile oh. picture is still Conan related. Oh, okay. So, so I thought you were going to say guy. something about the ears. Because <laughs> the ears are quite characteristic. So here's like the funny thing. I, I see this mentioned in like some other reviews. There's a there's a Canon Rewatch like uh blog. There's a Tumblr page. I think it's by like Sky Chan or something. But uh that writer always gets on these tangents about like who animated the episode and they'll be like, oh, this episode looks so terrible. I never noticed any of this. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> we could be go like back to back episodes, and like they could be like different styles, and it's like I don't notice shit. <laughs> like it just all, all all goes over me. I think you'll notice down the road when I I think you'll notice the animation change in a particular episode, like the Chinese restaurant one. Like that's when it hit me. I was just like, whoa, this is different. And I mean, they they went to like. Oh gosh, I'm gonna get this wrong. They went to like digital or something at that point, but uh, yeah, I think even you will notice the change then. We'll see. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, I never can really tell. Like, oh, this is done by a different anime because so a lot of people have like, oh, this is my favorite. I like the way he animates. I like how this guy writes the key, uh, makes the keyframes, and I'm like, I don't know any difference. Like, I can tell if like. You take a, like you pause a frame and you're like this is poorly drawn and it's like oh, I'm not pausing the frame you know <laughs> I'm letting it play I'm watching the anime it looks fine so I never notice this stuff but some people are more have a keener eye I don't want to say like uh they shouldn't because I don't think they're snobs or anything and I think there's a lot of appreciation for animation it's just something that like totally goes over my head when people get into the the key animators like i can't tell like some people are like oh i saw how this character was drawn i knew it was him immediately and it's like i don't know any of this shit (laughs) i think the only episode that i would say is like poorly animated or drawn is um and i won't remember all of the details but i think it was a filler episode where conan had like a map book or something like it's one of these obscure inventions that only shows up like once in a blue moon and um i think i don't know if it was all the kids or if it was just conan like for some reason they were drawn so poorly and conan's eyes were like wonky and yeah i just remember not thinking that this was a top quality animation but it, it was just that one episode i think it went back to normal but or maybe it wasn't a maybe it was like an a special or something it, it, it might not have been part of the uh the like uh the series proper it was just like a special or it wasn't an ova but uh i feel like we've covered it already but yeah i was just like what what happened to the animation in this uh so x map crx also Mentions that the immune system and the selling cold drinks uh, come to play later in this yeah. arc. Uh, hyg- uh, it also sets up episode 345 uh, with what Haji does next, which is the full moon showdown. Uh, and then they mention that while Haji is talking to Conan about his situation, we see scenes from episode 1, episode 174, and episode 178. Uh, which highlights Conan's decisions with uh, with regards to Ron. And uh, it's a critical moment of Shinichi-Ron relationship development. So thank you for the feedback there. They've got more feedback for the uh, upcoming episodes. It's kind of hard to speak about some of this stuff without like going into... I don't know. Not that we're super like rare about like, spoilers, <laughs> but it's like we're, we're so... I don't know. I can be weird with we it. We can always give a spoiler like, alert. <laughs> like, okay, if you yeah. don't want spoilers, skip to this part uh, of the We'll, the we'll chat about all all those other moments next episode, anyhow. But, uh, yeah. Just so to confirm one stuff. thing. Uh, so, when 
the Heiji um, setup for Heiji's whatever part in episode, what was it, Eight, 345? Yeah, sure. I closed the tab. <laughs> I'm I not mean. sure. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, 345, I, yeah. I just wanted to... Head to head, I wanted match to... with the Black Organization, Adult Mystery on the Full Moon Night, 2.5 hour special. Okay, I think I know. Okay, I think that's the Halloween episode. So I, I think oh, I know what they're talking F, about. Halloween. If yes, so, it I'm is. Like, Halloween Cruise. Okay. Okay, uh, that is an excellent point. I didn't realize it set set it up so early, but there you go. Look forward to that when we cover it in a few years. <laughs> yeah, like five years. God, looking at the animation style of just like 345 compared to what we've seen, it looks so different. <laughs> oh, see, there you go. Like, uh, <laughs> like, I can see, like, comparison shot. Like, I can... If I get yeah. to, like, one of these characters on the wiki and you go through, like, here's how they look in episode 100, here's episode 500, and you're like, wow, these look so different. But, like, it's episode to episode. It's hard to... Especially I mean, to it's kind of... I think it's mainly just, like, the anime. Because, you know, Conan will have, like, eras, I guess, of, like, rough styles. But people go beyond... Like, I can kind of tell that apart. I can, like, look at it and I'll be like, oh, this is probably around the episode 500 range or whatever. But what I can't tell apart is, like, when they have, like, the individual anime... Like, I can't tell who directed each episode and who, like, yeah. oversaw the anime. Like, that that's just a level of detail to where I'm not catching it. But, um, yeah, exciting stuff. Next podcast, we will cover The Desperate Revival Part 3 and 4, which is the third choice in The Black Knight. So we got a lot of exciting stuff going on, Colleen. We do. I'm excited. Even if no one else is, at least I am. Yeah, if uh, any of you other listeners want to give your feedback on this arc, feel free to submit it via Twitter at case underscore reopened. And yeah, so thank you all for listening. I'm so excited that we finally got to this. This seems like a major milestone for the podcast. It does. Yeah. And we still Uh, have so much more to go. (laughs) It's like one of the bigger arcs, right? Because we won't get another big one for a little while. So um, I mean, hell, there's like, I can only think of like four arcs, you know? It's not yeah. like there's that many arcs in canon. I mean, there's like, uh, I guess, sagas, but they're not like a ton of like internet connected episodes in cases like this. It's very rare. And usually like, oh, there's a huge case and it's like, oh, that's a two hour special. That's a 2.5 hour special. But they're not really an arc like this. You know, they're just... Mm-hmm. Uh, the strangely formatted thing because of you know detective format but that's why we love it colleen we love detective conan and we will be back next time for even more detective conan oh lord oh lord thanks for listening everyone yeah thank you and uh we'll see you next time bye bye and remember one truth always prevails <laughs>